table. Welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where we come to you live each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On WWE AM 1100, iRadio Now, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio. Where we bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so. Welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. What's going on? It's Ace of the A and DNA. We're bringing facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so. 4460387. is that number to call in. Once again, 4460387. As we get into our list of topics today, uh, college football playoff committee has decided there four, as well as the bowl games I uh, that see will they, take place. I want to see their checking account. And then we. Uh, NBA starts tomorrow. Uh, give our predictions and how we think things will go for this season. Since we're right now, we only have a half a season to talk about until. Oh they, yeah, uh, so, so yeah, <laughs> they only gave up the schedule. The schedule for half the season. Um, basketball is uh, taking place uh, for some teams. Uh, Gonzaga right now still seems to be number one. We'll see how long that lasts. And then Major League Baseball. They made a huge decision. Been throwing shade lately. What's going on? <laughs> what, uh, <laughs> what? What? I'm just, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> and then Major League Baseball made a huge decision last week to include the the Negro League and all its stats, and that's what we'll start with first. Um, long time coming to allow the the Josh Gibsons, the Satchel Pages of the world, uh, to have their just due. And to start to include all of the stats that they had in the Negro League to count toward Major League Baseball statistics. So that means we now have a new home run leader. Uh, for most people, they still consider Hank Aaron to be the home no, no, run leader. No, 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 no. Me, 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 me help you out. You're being nice. For most people, they still consider uh, Big Boy, Yankees. Bayrou. No, no, you're, you're, well, maybe I'm going a little to the left, but. They consider Hank Aaron 755, even though 762 um, is the number that Barry Bonds had that uh, it was currently the home run champ. But now, thanks to uh, counting all of the statistics, it would be Bob Gibson who has 800 plus. We don't know the exact number, but he's. Reportedly hit. Hey, Josh, hey, Josh Gibson. Josh Gibson. Yeah, Bob Gibson, the uh, pitcher. Right, Bob Gibson. Um, Josh Gibson. From St. Louis. Uh, for having 800 home runs, which I don't see that being broken anytime soon. So he will more than likely be the home run king forever henceforth well, in the day. Here's the reason why I said I brought up Babe Ruth. Because you got your – because 
this is the, the the bad thing about how long it took for them to start allowing the to allow the Negro League stats into major you know major league baseball history and whatnot. It's because you got several generations of people who still believe Babe Ruth was the best player to ever put on socks and, and shoes, regardless of Hank Aaron. You know, you know what I mean, right? And then, then obviously, as you get the hang Aaron and you fast forward to, you know, more modern times, the whole steroid era will always hang over. So I understand that crowd. I'm part of that crowd. You know, as far as I will say, Hank, Hank Aaron before I say Barry Bonds, just because we know it might be. I'm, I'm gonna say what I'm about to say is the reason why I know people say the same thing about Babe Ruth. It's, it's, it's going to be hard for me not to admit if I think Barry Bonds cheated. It just never got proven of course. in court. But we knew he was putting the cream on. He was doing what, you know, he was doing whatever. But so was everybody else. So at the end of yeah, the day, do you feel he was playing on an even playing field with the pitchers and everybody else? If you believe that answer is yes, then you believe Barry Bonds is, the in this case now, the second I, I think for a lot of people, the fact that he only has seven more home runs, they still consider Hank Aaron the greatest. Gotcha. Now, Bonds had beat him by like 30 or 40, mm-hmm. a whole season's worth yeah, of 50. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then, then, maybe, gotcha. then maybe so. Okay. But the fact that it's so close, yeah. 755, 762, people are still going to say, hey, Aaron, yeah. because of the, we know the scandal. We, yeah, right. yeah, we know. We, we, we know. know we, by beyond a shadow of doubt, we that know Hank Aaron was clean. clean. So, exactly. Yeah. And the death threats that he got. Oh, yeah. First that. getting to uh, Beirut's number mm-hmm. 713. But, you know, to where they told him, you know, don't show up at the park. Yeah. Don't go out there. Like, you know what would, kind of pressure that is? You know, so I mean, him, you if go you back hit a to, home run, yeah. you, you have to worry about somebody in the stands shooting you. Yeah. Like, well, that. not there in the parking lot. Right. <laughs> so, no, and that's the reason why I said there's some people who will never, even to this day now, will think that, you know, um, Babe Ruth is the great, like I said, the greatest guy to lace, to lace up some some shoes, some cleats, or whatever they wanted to call it then. Right. So, um, but back to the Negro League, your Satchel Page, your guys who, you know, some the stories and some of the things that, you know, I seen growing up as far as depictions of that era and whatnot, him sitting down the hole, telling the, in, the infield and the outfield to sit, sit down because I'm about to strike this dude out. You know what I mean? Those kind of things. <laughs> it would have been interesting. To, and uh, the other thing is we don't have all the stats because not everything was kept. Kip, yeah. Most of it was, but not everything. So Yeah, there's Josh Gibson may have hit. The estimation is somewhere between 850 and 1,000 home runs. Yeah. We do know he's a home run king. Like yeah. how many, we're not sure, but he's a home run king. And um, as far as pitching, too. I mean, you could uh, only imagine the Gibsons and the page, Satchel Pages. Um, I saw an article where sometimes they would pitch three times in a week. Yeah. And three to three to four times. And not just those six innings. They were going 9, <laughs> 11, 12. <laughs> Can you imagine pitching like every other day yeah. and going a distance? I mean, that's just mm-hmm. unheard of. Or one was they pitched double headers. 
I think it was Satchel Paige that um, pitched a doubleheader several times. So those type numbers. 18 straight innings. So so here's what what baseball needs to really do, in my opinion. Granted, this is good one step, but... Baseball needs to get some get with somebody, get with ESPN, and do a documentary the same way they did the Michael Jordan. You know, like it it, it needs to be a seven part series. Series really explaining if you really want to give it justice, and if you really want people to kind of understand. Ken it, Burns didn't do this already. You need to do it again. <laughs> Re-release it. <laughs> so you know, I mean, if he did, I. I, I feel need, like there's a Ken. I, I need to go he, back. And I know do my he did own. one on baseball, but I know there's a significant section because his documentaries are hours long. But I think there's a significant section about the Negro Leagues. Well, I need ML. Well, if he's got one, they need to come out and and, and break it up into a five, six, seven type series for it to really be explained and for people to really understand. You know, because there's still like even in the black community, you know, as the older heads pass on, you know that story is dwindling, 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 dwindling. So, you know, um, it, it needs it needs to have, like I said, for baseball, if you really want to give it, it's just do. Um, I I, I want to see a series. I, I think it'll I think it will be one because now you have to go back and explain how these statistics came to be Mm -hmm. and what has taken place to show people why after all these years you finally decided to allow these numbers in and by doing so it it will now diminish sad to say what some people are doing right now um i think this was also one of those years where if you go back and look at it we were talking about how there didn't seem like there's anybody to be in the Hall of Fame. So if there's nobody really projected to go into the Hall of Fame, what better way to celebrate baseball than to have these stats put in and to explain that story? Yeah, and give them their just due in the Hall of Fame, you know. So now, so right, so now we can start adding these mm-hmm. Negro League uh, baseball players to the Hall of Fame, and then that kind of that, that kind of glosses over not putting. Clemens in, not yeah. putting that extent. Bonds that in, extent. You know. it, it extended out because then maybe you get the different writers out there who who aren't the. Maybe you get different writers. Older writers retire and different writers will come in because the, the current writers and the the the, the purists right now they're not going to. They're, they're not going to to put those guys in. Right. Hell or hell or high and, water. And that's based <laughs> on uh, the the rumor. The, the hunch, uh, the feeling yeah. that someone yeah, took yeah. steroids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because with Bonds, it's it, he's never fa- he never failed a test. Mm-hmm. It's never been proven. You couldn't break the guy. You I tried, mean, the you, only you thing to, is, like he 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 knew he, that he knew the guy. He belonged who was to, doing it. He belonged to Bacco. You know yeah. what I mean? You you you. He was part of the corrupt empire. Yeah, yeah. You, but that's how I feel about the Yankees. Everybody they everybody they traded for. They didn't draft everybody they traded for and went and got had a history of steroids before they decided to trade them for them and pay them big money. And they distracted us by making them shave their facial hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I glad I glad there's somebody else in here that got the 
Slight Yankee hate. <laughs> <laughs> but they did make everybody look like Manchurian candidates, though. <laughs> um, so, I mean, with baseball, I mean, again, tip their hat to them. The Negro League um, played an instrumental part in the foundation of baseball. Um, what well, you mentioned, Bob Gibson, if I'm not mistaken, he, uh, who, who was it? Or well, am I too far ahead? Who was it that came over from the Negro League and then winded up playing an integral part in in World Series? Um, I thought it was Josh Gibson. But no, he Josh, only Josh had, Gibson never played in the Major Leagues. Yeah, no. Okay, so it wasn't really. I don't know it why. Was, it was. Oh, it was someone, but they only played like a year or two because they were like 40, 40 some years old. And, and I want to say it was a pitcher. Might have been Satchel Page. I'm thinking of. Maybe. Well, yeah, Satchel Page when he got to the major leagues, he was in his 40s. So yeah, maybe, maybe that's what, maybe, maybe Page, what I'm thinking of. Okay. Yeah. I, and I think he was on the um, the 1954 team with the Indians. No, he he wasn't on the team then. But he um, no, he was on the 48. He was on the 48 team that won the World Series. So he was on the team that won. That's that's what. Okay. Okay. 54 was the last time they had gone until 95. No. But he was on the one that won. One, okay. So, again. But all his good years were used we, we, Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, but these are the stories that, again, I think Major League Baseball needs to put time into. You you, you decide to dump all these. I, I can't shouldn't use the word dump. But you decided to include all these numbers into your history. Now you need to take the time to explain them. Right. So... It'll be interesting to see going forward how many of those will they put into the Hall of Fame, though. They can start this year. Uh, I think uh, one article said it should probably be about 30 of them will be put into the Hall of Fame. This so, year? Or yeah. this year? This year. Well, that's, that's the whole that's the whole weekend. <laughs> and that <laughs> you're not going to have – so who was – we talked about it a few weeks ago. Who was close to maybe making the Hall of Fame, and uh, they needed some more votes. You know, somebody cl- was at like sixty-eight percent. They I were right say, on the cusp. Was it Clemens? Not Clemens. No. It was uh, my man with the bloody ankle. Schilling. Schilling. Wasn't he getting close? He was getting close. But whether he gets in or not, well, not now it's not gonna happen because they this their whole possibility this year is gone. <laughs> Uh, people like um, people like uh, Atlanta's favorite son, um, Dale Murphy. He ain't gonna never get looked at now. Okay, uh, uh, <laughs> Kurt, <laughs> Kurt Schilling. Uh, yeah, he was at sixty-one percent okay. last year. You had to get seventy-five yeah. percent, and then this year, um, well, for twenty twenty, it's just two players: Derek Jeter and Larry Walker. Kurt Schilling got up to seventy percent. Kurt, okay. Oh. So he's he's knocking on the door. Well, and maybe next year. And right right now, he's the leading guy for anyone who didn't, anyone who hasn't been elected. He has the highest percentage from last year. Clemens at sixty one percent. Bonds at sixty point seven. Uh, so those those are the. So maybe the top sh- three. maybe Schilling, not this year's uh, go through, but next year maybe he breaks the. Maybe he breaks the seal. Uh, after they kind of do what they may do this year with the Negro League, putting them into the Hall of Fame, and then I, I would, I would venture to say, if he doesn't get in 
the following year, then they need to just put everybody in at the same time. Uh, Schilling, Bonds, Clemens, put all of them in at the same time, and then they don't have to worry about, you know, this being uh, one particular person getting in over someone else. Yeah. Have all the steroid people in at one time and call it a day. But I still, I mean, what we really need steroid to do, what, what we really need to do is who who is left, who, <clears throat> which guy, which writers may not, you guys treat the writers almost like you got to treat the Supreme Court. Which Joker got a foot on the banana peel that's not going to be around in the next two to three years, and then that'll give you an indication of who will get in from that steroid era. You, you know what I mean? Because as long as certain writers are there, those guys aren't getting in. So I think I think right now, I think looking at who's supposed to percentage-wise to me is frivolous if you got 50% of the old school still are the, the ones putting the votes in. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> and a number here that is weird because, like, some people say that there may not be, like you said, there may not be um, someone inducted. Fourth is Omar Vizquel, and he had 52.6% last year. After him is Scott Rowland, who's at 35% last year. Now, I'm going to be cynical. Do you think some of this all of a sudden wanting to put the Negro League in was to give them give them cushion and cover? So we'd rather have a discussion about the Negro League than, than have a discussion about the 15 or 20 guys or the lining up from the uh, steroid era? I think that's yeah. possible because that wasn't in a, a, a year, a couple of years, a few years ago to where no one was inducted. And mm-hmm. it was... It, it kind of made like the whole process look bad that no one was inducted and guys were you know at 70% but they don't quite make it and or, then, and then, and, the ones and then that, wondering like okay what are these writers looking for yeah. because the numbers don't change yeah then the ones you put in you water down because if you was to include the steroid era then a lot of guys you were putting in wouldn't wouldn't you wouldn't have put in to begin with right. so i'm just i'm just being I'm, you know, I'm being because it was like this, like it said, like you, like you said with the writers, King Griffey Jr. Uh, had ninety nine point three percent. Who didn't vote for King Griffey Jr. as a Hall of well, Famer? Yeah. And why? <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's like some of these, same. some of these players. It's like you, you know, by their numbers, if they're a Hall of Famer or not. Why the numbers aren't going to change, change yeah. year to year? Yeah. So what makes it different this time? And it's because the writers, some, you know, maybe it's they have power. too much power. It's yeah. a power. It's a control. That's thing. why I said look at them like the Supreme Court, but they're not going to change that aspect of it. They got them power, but the writers are the, 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 the holder. It's yeah. the same stupid reason that Mariano Rivera got inducted as unanimous. Like, to your point, how come King, King Griffin didn't get unanimous. unanimous? Yeah, yeah. What's, yeah, what's the, one, the one guy? <laughs> what was he? Randy Johnson, ninety-seven point three percent. What are right, we, right. What are you we, looking we, at? What, yeah, what do you? Because <laughs> he killed a dove. <laughs> you know what I mean? You holding it? You, you you holding it? You holding it against him because he hit the bird? You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah. Um. But I mean, regardless, if that you know part of played into part of the reason they are now part of the baseball history appropriately yeah. where they're supposed to be at. Yeah. And Omar Vizquel got a domestic abuse allegation, so 
that's going to go against him trying to get in now. Well, that's the reason why I bought up Babe Ruth. He was a drunk, everything. Check off the list. But, I mean, different time, different era. So that. He was hitting home runs and winning. Yeah. So. It cures all. I get it. I just, you know what I mean? It'll be interesting to see. Uh, golf over the weekend. The PNC Championship took place uh, Saturday and Sunday. Hey, come to shade, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> C- congratulations to the Thomases, uh, Justin and his father-in-law. Uh, they shot an amazing 15-under on Sunday to uh, to win the PNC Championship at 25-under. They only parred three holes and then birdied 15, which was amazing. But, of course, all the talk was uh, Charlie Woods carrying his dad for two rounds. Um, and they finished uh, uh, 10 under on Saturday and then 10 under on on Sunday. They shot 62 um, on both days. So before you go into the into the woods and everybody, so explain the course and like how hard was it? You know, what's the? It's extremely hard. What's I mean, the average a, score should be? 72. Uh, you play best ball. So for the pros, they teed off a course at the tips, and then the. Um, since Charlie is only 11, he teed off at the forward tees, and then there was a middle tee for like the uh, like the Thomases. So his father, uh, Justin Thomas' father, teed off at the middle tee. So that has a lot to do with the distance. But um, I mean, Charlie was amazing to be 11 years old, his first time um, being in this type of situation. All the cameras, of course, were on him, and to play as well as he did and basically be a copycat of his dad was was amazing to watch and you know Tiger talked about how it's moments like this you know that you know, you don't take for granted that he was glad that his son was old enough to play in this uh, another group that was fun to watch was the Dailies uh, John Daly's son can hit the ball just like him uh, he took a 4 out of 18 and flew to green so it, it was interesting to see so much of the similarities for the father and son tandems as opposed to the father and like father-in-law. Uh, Jack Nicholas, of course, had played in this for years with his son. So it's a, it's a chance for uh, the family members to come together. And I'm glad that Tiger didn't allow Charlie to do any interviews. So he's still keeping him protected. Yeah. And, you know, allowing him to still be a kid. Yeah, I mean, what you going to ask an 11-year-old? And then you're going to ha- always have that one person that's going to take the questions too far. Or, you know, so... So, yeah, it, it was good that um, it started off, I think it was on the third hole where he had 175 yards and put it, like, within four feet and made the eagle putt. And then um, Sunday when they both had on red, he made a fist pump because he had a uh, uh, he had made a long birdie putt. And he even walked in one of them. He, he, uh, Charlie had made a putt. And before it even got to the hole, he walked it in like his dad does and pointed. So it's... It was kind of scary seeing that, knowing that that's how Tiger plays and everything, to see it fall upon his son. No pun intended. Got his DNA. Yeah, he does. (laughs) He does. But I, I I think the the best thing, and like with any parent and child, you don't want to push your kids into something that you've done. You want them to enjoy it and want them to be the main ones that, if that's what they want to pursue. You support him. Well, that's what I read. It was like, I think he's 11, so they said a couple of years ago he'd been playing around, but it wasn't until maybe the last year or so that he's kind of taken it seriously. So, you know, like you said, yeah. let that progression, you know, when he wants to do it, he wants to do it. Right. 
And because no, he, I know no, he, he said he likes to play anything. soccer. It's not like he's going to be hurting for anything. You play whatever you want to play. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I know he likes to play soccer as well. So, you know, he could grow up to be a soccer player. But, again, it's hard as a parent to know and see. And that's the other thing. To see the greatness in your child and kind of look at LeBron and Bronny too, you, you can see that they have that gift. But it's how do you nurture that gift so that they don't, you know, become, they don't feel like, oh, I have to do this because my dad was in this. You know, this is something that I choose to do and I want to do. Because if they don't, then they'll end up regretting you and playing the sport yeah. that you're trying to push them to. But uh, I, it was, it was interesting because Tiger had to help Charlie too because normally he only plays nine holes. This was 18 and you're walking the entire 18 holes. So he had to like after a few holes, hey, make sure you hydrate it. Make sure you eat something because this isn't just a yeah, nine yeah, holes yeah, and you're done. Yeah, this you is got 18. 18. You got to walk around and yeah. <laughs> right. So little things like that and helping him to appreciate what it takes to, to play in a tournament like this and then to have fun with it. I think the, the best part was playing with Justin Thomas and his dad the first day because um, Woods and Thomas are real close and uh, Justin Thomas and Charlie, that's like his godson. So it's a lot easier when you're, you're relaxed and you're playing with basically another family member your first time out. And I mean, the boy swing, it just, it's amazing. That's all I can say for 11 years old. Uh, I'd be curious to see if he plays in, in another tournament within the next year. I just don't want it to be one of those, uh, what's her name, Michelle Wee type situation where all the talent in the world, it came so fast that she didn't win anything and then the expectations were she was a bust. But, and then trying to push her to play against men and everything was just, it was wrong and it messed up her entire career. Yes and no. So, uh, I think women get treated a little bit differently so you know she also had the pressure of kind of wanting to bring the lpge to the to the forefront you know right. people seeing that aspect and was like okay let's see if we can ride this gravy train right. a little bit um <clears throat> i will say with woods's son or you know any of the young especially the way kind of golf the sport is there is and correct me if I'm wrong, but there is a trans, there's a longer transition, right? Like, so he's gonna have to, you know, he's gonna play in high school, yeah. and then he's gonna play in college, yeah. and then based on what he does in college, on whether or not he'll make that pivot to be a professional. So, like, there's, there's level, unlike, I wanna say, unlike basketball, you know, they can push you into the pros way, f there's, there isn't that growth level sometimes. Maybe football has that growth level. That that football has that wall that you have to climb over before you get to the pros. I feel like baseball and basketball sometimes doesn't have that wall. You know what I mean? You can wind up being a pro at 13, depending on what country you're in. But I feel like golf has that wall as well, where you got to go through these steps before no. you don't know. You can turn around and, and yeah, be, that's why I said we was 16 and was. But did she go she through high school? She, I mean, she went through high school. She, she could be. She could turn pro. Okay. At 16. Okay, that's what I supposed to correct me if I'm wrong. Okay, did not did not realize. I thought, you know, you pretty much had to kind of go through your college ranks before you okay. decide to pivot to be a professional. No. Um, 
if you win enough junior tournaments, then sponsorship at that point, you get enough sponsorship, you can turn pro. And but you got to be good. That's the only thing. So and I guess I mean, we're, and we're talking about exceptions to the rule. We're yeah. talking about one percent here. Of people Probably less than one percent. Because I would assume if you're that good, where you don't have to go to college and turn pro, you kind of would be your name would be a banner. Yeah. But then I also, I guess I would feel because golf is so difficult, it will humble you quicker. <laughs> it will. You know. And especially depending on, on where you play. So most of the ones who are going to be really good are going to be in California or Florida because you can play year-round. It's a lot harder for, you know, being from other states yeah, because you can't winter, play year-round yeah, yeah, yeah. as you can in those two states and then ultimately get better. And that's where most of the um, the pros are as well uh, or have houses or, you know, in our uh, uh, country club memberships in those two states. But looking at where Charlie is for 11 years old, I would give him, I don't know if he want to go to Stanford like his dad, you know, and follow in his footsteps or go somewhere else and, you know, try and make a name for himself there. But yeah, if he's serious about this, which it seems like he is for right now, I, I, I can see him turning pro by 18. Okay. But you still, well, not 18, and then you, you skipping college. Yeah. Okay. It's possible. I mean, it's not like, you know, I need to go to college and. But he ain't got nothing. But in his case, he got he ain't got nothing to rush for, though. It ain't like, you know what I mean? I need to get out here and, and putt for some checks. Right. You yeah, know what I mean? mean uh, <laughs> there, may, there may be some influence from Tiger on that. Because Tiger, basically, he went pro after his sophomore year at Stanford. So, I mean, just to have the experience of being a college student, maybe yeah. that may be yeah. advantageous mentally or socially for him. Yeah. Uh, because he's lived this privileged life. It's both. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I'm going to go to LeBron and down that segue a little bit. I've, oh, I always, and I still feel to this day, I, think, I feel one year of college would have did LeBron so much better his initial start to his basketball career because you'd never had someone try to take his lunch. You know what I mean? There was nobody, you know, coming from Akron straight to the league, you know, there was, there was, I mean, he's six, what is he? Six, six. I mean, six, yeah. nine, six, nine, two something. He pretty much was six, nine, two something at, All his life at 14. You, you're not going to find that in high school, but you would have found a guy, you know what I mean? a walk-on or a transfer that would have been like, you know what, I'm going to go at this guy because I want to get the attention of the coach or I, or I need yeah. I need to get I need to get to the next level because I, I have, not saying LeBron didn't have nobody to feed, but, you know, that guy that spent two years at college in this third year, I need to be seen. So I'm gonna go at I'm gonna go at this 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 blue chip guy. But I think he had that his first year in the league because it was one of those situations. Of, yeah, Melo. Who do you think you are? Melo. Well, Melo. I mean, owned him for owned the first, him for the three years. For maybe longer than that. For the yeah. first three seasons. But I mean, I just yeah. felt I, he he his he had a rude awakening when he came to the league because yeah. he chose that name, the chosen one. So you can't come in as a rookie to a grown man's league and tell everybody that you're next up 
and nobody has given you anything. Now, for everybody to go say he still performed, he still averaged twenty plus. You like twenty two? That that his rookie season? You know, I mean, he still put up gaudy numbers as a rookie. I'm just saying. One of his reasons of going to Miami, one you know, granted he was tired of of Cleveland, but I think one of his reasons was, and he said it, was he never had a college career, so this was kind of him being recruited and and he learned to really win championships underway. I think he would have learned to win championships earlier if he had spent at least one year, depending on what program he went to. From well, high he would have gone to Ohio State because yeah. they sell his jersey. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. But that it would have been that I mean it would have been a good program for him to go to mm-hmm. and just to be on that the kind of stage where like I I still insist that LeBron can't be coached or he doesn't respect coaches as much as he should. I don't know if Thad Mata, who's the coach at the time, would have been that guy that he would respect and and kind of like listen to and learn. Well, if from. he didn't, he would have been able. He would have got sat down. Because college coaches have that kind of power. Right. You know what I mean? Whereas in the league, the players got the power. So he would have learned that respect. I don't know. I I, I think that it it was one of those situations, even if he went for one year, it would have just been just to have the college experience. I I don't think it it had a factor. It would have changed anything as far as his career. I get you. You know. He would have did a. It's, uh, it's an interesting debate, you know what I mean? I, Joe I, Kim Noah, he just would have had fun on campus. That's well, it. Joe Kim Noah came back for the second year. He right. was like, "Listen, I'm in Florida, <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> All these females, he, right? He, he doing a Jay Z. I'm light skinned and, and I'm in the in crowd. Right. <laughs> so I think LeBron just would have had it. fun just doing the the college experience for a year. Whether he was coachable or not, I don't think that really matters because. He knew he was gone. He, he wasn't Melo who. Well, that matter would have won him because he would have won a chip with him. <laughs> Maybe. Or at least got to the Maybe. final. Well, they would have had a real good run. They would have had a good run. And then they would have faced uh, Melo in Syracuse and lost. <laughs> and then he went owning them one year earlier. Huh? Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that the NBA would have benefited. Then you could have rolled that into. You could have rolled that into like a bird, bird magic. magic. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We got more. What's. More NBA when we come back. This is DNA Sports Talk. It's 1100 AM. Be right back. Hello, this is DNA Sports Talk. This is Donna D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Make sure you follow DNA Sports Talk on Twitter. DNA Sports Talk on Instagram. DNA Sports Talk on Facebook. DNA Sports Talk on Snapchat. Reach us directly. DNA Sports Talk at Gmail. Our website. www.dnasportstalk.com. Are you tired of eating the same thing every week? Then wake up your taste buds and go to the best Nolan style food in Atlanta. Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta has the best Cajun-style food, specializing in seafood. The Jazz Brunch on Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the best of both worlds. If you're a sports fan, they have several TVs and a great bar to watch your favorite team. Just be careful if the Saints are playing. Tell them DNA Sports Talk sent you. That's Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta, 3101 Carl Parkway, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Enjoy food and life. 
vote, your voice. Election day is just around the corner. Cast your ballot to raise your voice in choosing who will represent us. Be part of the solution and vote. A message from the Beasley Best Community of Cary and this station. Visit our website and click on Your Vote, Your Voice for voter information. Hey, I'm Murfinetti. You can say Murfinetti Collection is the newest, comfortable, luxurious, and trendy exclusive fashion line that fits its diverse clientele. From the music industry, to the sports world, to the judiciary system, to the political world, <laughs> to the average everyday professional, Murfinetti Collection is the new way of life. www.murfinettifashions.mybigcommerce.com Once again, you can shop Murfinetti Collections at murfinettifashions.mybigcommerce.com And now, back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWWE 1100 AM. Hello, welcome back to DNA Sports Talk. We're bringing the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so. 404-603-8770 is that number to call in. 404-603-8770. Talking about uh, the Woods. How young Charlie is going to be the next up and coming, possibly. And um, that led us into talking about LeBron and uh, the NBA, which starts tomorrow. So, uh, well, first of all, your boy... uh, Harden to finally decide to show up, fat, flabby, and sick, <laughs> and out of shape. But um, still scored twelve points. He did. <laughs> he did. Um, how long does he stay in Houston? Whole season. Mm. Much as people want to talk about where you gonna move him to. I don't know. And I and I mean, granted, you can. Sometimes you say, well, there's smoke, there's fire, but I believe there's no smoke. I believe most of this stuff, there's, there's, there's people making up stuff just to have something to talk about. It doesn't make sense for Philadelphia to, to, like to, to take them. Only unless it's for Ben Simmons. You only can trade guard for guard. Yeah. So, I mean, but you haven't even seen whether or not, you know, I mean, like literally, um, what's the coach? Um, Doc. Doc. I mean, hey, yeah. I mean, other than these preseason game, what, what have you seen? What he could do with the additions that they've made and all that stuff because of COVID and not being able to kind of, you know. So right. like, there, there has nothing. So I feel, does he get traded eventually, but not this season? I don't think so. Now, um, if this was next year, yes, because you don't want to, you don't want to lose him and not get anything in yeah. return. But this year, he's just going to play this year out. Yeah, like yeah. I said, unless it's for, for Ben Simmons and uh, about four first-round draft picks, because yeah. you got to look at what other teams were giving up. Uh, when Drew Holiday was giving up for, what, two first-rounders, I want to say. So we're talking about Harden. So that means that's at least double. Mm-hmm. Not only are you swapping a player of his, quote-unquote, caliber, as in an all-star superstar like a Ben Simmons, you got to put up at least four first-rounders. Yeah. And I don't see Ain't nobody trying to do that. nobody doing that right now. Not when no. you haven't had the chance to really see. This is for every team. You haven't really seen what you have gotten going on with your new additions and the, you know, the, not the group, but the from the draft and you know teams that haven't played since when you shut down the NBA back in March. You know what I mean? So it, it 
timing is everything, right? And I just don't see, and there's not a championship caliber team right now that you would think if I'm this close to the championship, if if I add him, do I get it? But what do I have? Like to your point, what am I giving up? If I give up all of this and I don't get it, I'm, I'm set back I'm for, strapped. you know what I mean? So I eat the Clippers right now. Yeah, because of getting Paul George and Kawhi. Excuse me, on the same team, they strapped for the next three, four years, mm-hmm. and I think it was it was interesting that Paul George went ahead and signed to be there five years. So I guess. You know, I mean, so you, well, he he had the opportunity to opt out in 2021, but yeah. so he might not get that money. Yeah, yeah, the way he played, he the might not get that money. And it's too many variables right now. Again, you just don't. You, I think everybody says put. Granted, people are going to talk. You know, and they're going to be uh, things going on. Miami, they're not giving up. None of their major pieces. They, they're too solid. They Harden would, fit what they do. Yeah, anyway. they were just there. So why can I not make a run um, with, you know, with what uh, I got? And the, the money was never going to work Work-ish. without involving. It probably would have had to take a four-team trade for Miami to pull that off. And, and they would have given up too much yeah. still. And honestly, Houston, on paper, it's not bad. It's not Let's bad. see if it works. They the, don't. They don't have to do anything. No. I mean, as far as, like, they don't have to trade Harden. He has three years left on his contract. You don't have to do anything. Listen, this year is not going to happen. If this, I, I, if this year plays out horrible and whatever, then yeah, next year, but not this like, year. I kind of like him on the Rockets team with um, Wall and um, Boogie Cousins stuff. If he will be accepting of the team and the direction they're going under the new coach Silas, I think this could work. Yeah. Because they're a playoff team regardless. Uh, they're a playoff team before with him in Westbrook, and that didn't work out. So they're definitely still a playoff contender at this point. Uh, looking at the West, uh, I think it's the it's the Lakers to lose. Uh, yeah, because Clay went down. Better. I think they got better. Oh, man, Clay hadn't gone down. Right. I was going to go all in on the Warriors. I would have to. But, but <laughs> I mean, <since> that... <laughs> this team is better than last year. Yeah. When you add uh, Montreal, Harris, mm-hmm. and – Yeah, they got depth. Um uh, Dennis Schroeder, you added two guys, one who was the sixth man of the year, one who was second. Yes. So yes. you add that kind of depth and could possibly start here and there, you, you get better. You yeah. got you already have Bron and AD. Yeah, yeah. So. you can avoid if you, you know, granted injury is part of the game. So, I mean, it, nothing and for Montreal to step into the starting role. If you lose a big man, there's nothing for a shooter to start into a stepping role. If you lose a point guard. Um, you know, for any significant well, amount LeBron of time. Well, LeBron is the point guard. I'm yeah. doing a regular season. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know, when so. When he sits out some, uh, yeah. a game. The non-national televised. We got to put that. Right, the non-national <laughs> Otherwise, they'd get fined for that. Yeah. But no, I, I look at in the West. Um, I, I, I look for the Lakers to, to repeat. And. Oh, Lord. I know. You, you got to be ready. Come for on, Denver. People. Denver. Denver, I need y'all to just give me a 19, give me an a ABA. <laughs> now, Denver could have the better record because I think the Lakers having so many new pieces, that's going to play out. No, I know we're talking, we talking about playoffs. I, I'm, playoff, yeah, yeah, playoff. yeah, 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 yeah. That's why. I, um, yeah, regular season, I wouldn't be surprised if a Denver is, is a one seed. Uh, they didn't change 
anything, didn't add new pieces. And they got the experience from last year. Right. Bo Bowl is talking about he wants to be rookie of the year, so setting that as a goal is going to motivate him. And I, I think they will probably be the number one seed. I, I got the Lakers probably third, only because they only worry about the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Their regular season wins is not something that they're going to be concerned with. They just they're like we just need to get in. We need to be at least third. Yeah, keep second you, or third. Because you keep that means you keep home you keep home court advantage. Right. Compared to anybody below compared you. Compared to anybody below you. Uh, also, Utah will be in the mix. Uh, Houston. Uh, I do so have Golden you, State you coming you, in. You think Utah should have paid Gobert that money? It's, you know what, I'm. You don't have a choice. He's a big. He's a two-time defensive player of the year. It's the going rate. It, it is what it is at this point. And because I was looking at somebody who was it? Somebody had got paid. Some no name got paid four years, sixty-four million dollars. I'm like Luke Kennard. Luke, yeah, Luke Kennard. Like sixty-four million dollars. That's the that's the rookie extension. So you but that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what the market is now. So what's the? Uh, it is what it is. What's your quarterback? Um, that's the commentator now. Uh, Romo. You call him Gobert Romo. Yeah. Romo got that money because it was the market. It was hey. the market, right? Well, I think with Gobert, what he, <laughs> based on the the, the the triggers to get that kind of deal, you won Defensive Player of the Year twice. You made an All Star team. You made an All NBA team. And he's he's an important part of their of their roster, and that's the way Utah has played yeah, for yeah. the last forty years. He, They're going to have that seven foot two, seven yeah, foot yeah. four Oster-tag. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oster tag, Mark Eaton. Mark Eaton. Mark Eaton. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're gonna. They or, want or, that guy. Or four bruises. You know when they had. Malone and Carr. And <laughs> <laughs> if I can't get you in height, I'm gonna get some bruises. Right. <laughs> some six nine. Uh, so, I mean, yeah. So I mean, hey, listen. I'm not mad at him signing. They are gonna pay it, sign it. But he only getting it in Utah. He wouldn't have got it nowhere else. To Greg's point. Um, the only place he probably would got something like that is like a Miami. Where Bam is similar to that and how. But he's- Bam give you offense though. True, but you that's what, what I'm mean? saying. Like a big body who's yeah. primarily on the defensive side of the yeah. ball. But yeah, Bam is a scorer. But yeah. then many times, based on the matchups and the way that Miami has played in the last ten years, he, he would have Gobert would have been played off the floor a lot in the East. He would have been played off the floor a lot because teams want to play small and play fast. Yeah. In Utah, they have the roster around to where we can leave him in the game. And we can't slow it down. And we have other players to where he won't get caught in those pick and roll situations so much that we got to take him out. I I still like Golden State to make the playoffs. I think uh, I I don't understand how Harden was even mentioned to be going to Golden State to give up. That's the reason why I said Wiseman and Wiggins and two first-rounders. But that – that's I wouldn't the, have done that either. That's, that's the reason why I say I think people just talking out. He's just throwing out fantasy scenarios or whatever. He's not going anywhere. I'd be very, very surprised. Those people play a lot of 2K. <laughs> right. So, you know, it, it. I mean, granted, you sometimes, I mean, 
sometimes you got to fill in the paper, right? You got you got a spot you need to fill in. So the, what can I write about? Well, let me write about this. Right. And, you know, make let's make some sense of it. But, um, again, to your point, the only, the only place, if I was going to be shocked, would be Philadelphia doing it. Because, like you said, it's a guard for a guard type scenario. But, again, I just don't. Neither one of those teams have seen what their roster can actually do. Yeah. So why, you know, why, why doesn't make any sense to me? Uh, he's gonna, yeah. he's gonna get, have to get in shape. He got twenty five games, get in shape. Yeah, and now, let's see what happens. The one team I, I got coming out, I got the Oklahoma City, Oklahoma City Thunder out of the playoffs, and I'm replacing them with um, Golden State. I think everything else is pretty much true to form. Dallas will be in there. Uh, Portland. Portland and Phoenix are going to battle it out. Some people think Portland could be a three seed. Three, yeah. As high as we, three. We talked about that, yeah. yeah. It's... I don't know what this season is going to bring. But recent history, other than last year, them fighting for eighth, but the two seasons before, when you looked up... They were three. They were, yeah. You were like, oh, smart. Portland's a two seed. Because you didn't realize out there in the great Northwest, they were winning two out of three games, you know what I mean, for a month straight. And when you and you looked up, they you know, in the month of January or month of February, they were seventeen and two, you know, or seventeen you know, seventeen and five or whatever. You're like, oh, okay. Well do you have the um the Pelicans as a playoff team? No. I don't trust Zion for uh to stay healthy. To stay healthy. None of your Duke None of your Duke is it? None of your yeah, it's, it's all Duke. He's lost weight. It's all Duke. <laughs> he's, he's lost, I think they say he lost 25 pounds between the well, end of the playoffs. His, his, his head coach going to be eating all the, uh, all the parfaits. And drinking doc, uh, Diet Pepsis. He's going to keep but that they, away from They him. also added Steven Adams. So they have a defensive a defense, anchor. Yeah, somebody to, to protect him. Got Eric Bledsoe, all defense, all all I NBA nothing defender. about Bledsoe. I mean, um, he's he's not a point guard. I didn't like Bledsoe, but he's, he's a point at, star. Um, Milwaukee, and I don't like him in Port. I mean, with New Orleans, it's just something about his his game that doesn't translate to playing with bigs. You know, it, it should have been a perfect matchup of him and Giannis last year, but it it. it he is a point guard as a I want to score the ball. I say he's more and I worry about trying to fit everybody else into the offense when I when I see fit. Um, and that's what I just thought. Well then that also well, I think that will be the problem with New Orleans because when you look at everybody there, I mean Lonzo you got, got BI. Uh yeah, Brandon Ingham, Lonzo. I mean, everybody there to a degree is ball dominant. Yeah. So how do you? Lonzo needs to run the point. But I will say this about, um, and he can't shoot. Blesso is not a shooter. To score. Yeah. Means and that. he's streaky at that. So again, when you got, you need a shooter. When you got Adams and um, Zion and Bi, who can score, you need just a pure shooter at the point guard position. If. Unless, um, unless it's um, Lonzo who just gonna run things, run, and, yeah, and, and manage it. You don't It'll have to worry about Lonzo how, how much confidence you got in um, in the coach then. Um, I can't call his name. I see him. Van Gundy. Van Gundy. Yeah, the the, the bigger of the brothers. Right. <laughs> Stan. Yeah. Stan the man. Um. 
So, does Chris Paul take Phoenix to the playoffs? Him and Booker. So, let's go. So, usually we go eight to one, right? Let's go one to eight in the West. Because, so you got one at Denver. Yeah. Two, I'm going to go Lakers. I'll go Lakers. Three. Clippers. 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 Yeah. Four. Dallas. Dallas. No, Dallas are four, okay. Five, Utah. Yeah. Six. Here's what's like is interesting. Six. Houston, Memphis. Ah. Uh, Portland. Portland at Portland. six. I'll go Portland. Portland six. at six. Give me Golden State at seven. And then who you got at eight then? Memphis. It's Memphis. New Man. Orleans. Phoenix. New Minnesota, even though they're delicious. Nah, nah, nah. Nah, <laughs> nah you, can, you can start with Memphis, Memphis, New Orleans, Phoenix. And Phoenix. San Antonio, I, also. Nah. Nah. They should have hired, hired the girl two years ago. Uh, Houston. But you going Houston? At, at eight. eight? Yeah. Oh, I thought you had him at no, six. You, yeah, someone, you had him at, yeah, yeah, Houston at, at six. six. Yeah. Okay. None, so I'm going Phoenix. Out of Phoenix, Memphis, and New Orleans, I'm taking Paul and uh Booker. and Booker. But okay. I feel I feel what Paul did with OKC. He had OKC at what six last year? Yeah, five, five, five. I'm gonna put Phoenix the way they ended. I'm gonna put Phoenix. I'll put Phoenix at six. I think I'll drop Houston to seven because I think it's gonna take time to mesh, and I think it's gonna take a little time to get. Mm-hmm. Uh, to get Harden's mind right and body right, and you and you just don't know. Again, you got two players too in Houston that I, I jokingly said it, but Wall ain't played a full season since Obama was in office. So uh, we four years from seeing what he can really do, and we don't know what Boogie gonna come off of this. Yeah, I guess I'm talking myself and putting Houston at eight, so seven. You Memphis or New Orleans? No, Golden State seven. Oh, you got Golden State at seven. Yeah. Then that's it. Then I, I'll go. I keep. I'm gonna put Houston at eight. I think Houston, Memphis, and New Orleans are gonna be fighting for eighth for the eighth seed. Now they're they're gonna have the play in game. Right. Between seven will play ten, eight will play nine. So you can put in two more teams at, at nine and ten for the the one game playoff. That'll be the Pelicans. They'll be a play in. So seven plays nine, and then you said eight plays ten? Seven plays ten. ten. Seven plays ten, okay. Eight plays nine. Eight plays nine. What well, I still I still keep Golden State because they playing ten. That's They'll win. You know what I mean? So it really the eight, nine, and ten seed, you're looking at fighting all the way. So like I said, I feel Houston's going to take a while to come around because you just don't know what those three guys. I feel on paper they look good. I think they'll mesh new coach or whatever. Um New coach in New Orleans, guys there, and then Memphis with uh, I like Jay Morant, and mm-hmm. you know him carrying the team, but I don't know if they got all the pieces for him to carry. You know, I think they wind up like they were this past year. Yeah, you know, falling short depending on the schedule, which we don't know the schedule either. That's the other part. You don't know the schedule. The last twenty five, so you don't know who's gonna have the harder, you know, the harder mm-hmm. schedule, the light, the lighter schedule, or whatever. So I'll put Houston at eight. I go with you with Golden State at seven. Center. I think the biggest jump it will be Phoenix to six, 
because of Paul. Okay. Uh, in the East, I like uh, I like Milwaukee only because they're great during the regular season. Uh, it's hard to prepare for Giannis and now Drew Holiday night in, night, 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 night out, out. as gotta... opposed to a series where I can put a wall mm. and make him shoot. Then of course I got an advantage. So yeah, I like Milwaukee uh, at one. I will go. Boston at two. I won't go to Toronto at two, but okay. Well, Toronto. Two, three. Either yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Um, four, I'll go Brooklyn. Because I think it is going to take a while for uh, KD and Kyrie to to work together. And it's going to take a lot to, to get minutes right for that team. Because you had a whole benched who was in the playoffs and had and that's valuable the reason why minutes. I, that's the reason why I'm gonna have them at five. I'm gonna go Philly. I'm gonna go Philly at four. I will flip. I thought I, I got Philly at five. Because to me, there's just better talent with the Nets. I got at you. At the end but, of the day, that's just better Yeah, yeah, talent. but I just feel it's gonna take a while for that talent to to come together and you know how much to your point you got the whole roster going one and one minutes. <laughs> they worse off than Boston. Like literally one through six did not play. They had seven through fourteen yeah. that played and had valuable minutes. So I like I like the depth that that's going to have. But it's going to be hard to and you got a rookie head coach and Steve Nash to figure all that out. I think it's going to take time. That's why I put them at five. Okay, um, but either go got fully at. I take that back. I take that back. I'm got to put Miami up. I gotta put Miami at four. Oh yeah. I put Miami at four. I'm staying with Philly at five, and I'll put Brooklyn at six. I'll do. I'll drop. I I have Miami at four. I do Brooklyn at five. I do Philly at six. Okay, we still gonna flip flop. I'm gonna put. <laughs> um. So seven. seven you got uh, Washington. No. Atlanta. No, I'm gonna go Indiana. Who's their coach now? Huh? Who they decided? Who's their coach now? I forgot. Who they who they, um, who they went with? It's a it's a guy who he was an assistant with. Uh, he was an assistant on the um, uh, with Oklahoma City, I think. Nate Bjorkren. Okay. Yeah, I go Indiana seven. I'm gonna give some love to the Hawks. I'm gonna put a Hawks eight. I, so you going with Indiana? I'm going with Washington at seven. You think I like what Washington did? With, I, um, I, I, you know what? I, they, they I ain't go gonna, Washington eight. They ain't go gonna Washington be able to eight. stop nobody, but they gonna put up one thirty-two a night. They gonna give up one forty-five, but <laughs> I take that back. I'll go Washington eight. Okay. I, I like I like what they did. I, I just I, I, yeah. On a be, night be, in and night out, Bill and um, Westbrook, yeah, it's gonna be tough to to guard and match so, up against. Night playoffs, they're gonna be a problem. On playoffs, they'll you can you like I said, you can pre- prepare for them you or whatever, for, but yeah. you're not gonna be ready for that blitz attack you are gonna get night in and night out from both. And I think, uh, I think um, Westbrook will go back to what he does well, which is attack the rim. Mm-hmm. Bill is an actual shooter, right? So you know he doesn't have to worry about. Kick the ball out. You know what I mean? And he finally got some help because he hadn't had Wall for yeah, yeah. a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. So he signed. He had Wall for four years, man. <laughs> for four years, he had Wall. 
<laughs> but I got Hawks nine. I got them in that um that seven, eight, nine, ten playoff. Okay. And um who else? So, them yeah. in Orlando. Them in Orlando will be fighting to to get one of those seven, eight I'm, seeds. So so six we start six we had I got Brooklyn, you got Philly. Yeah. Seven, I'm gonna put um So You, you don't want Indiana at seven? I put Indiana at Indiana, seven. Orlando. I, I, put, I put Indiana at seven. I put Washington at eight. eight. I put Orlando at nine. Hawks, Hawks at 10. ten. Yeah. Yeah, based on based on the depth that the Hawks have, we'll see. It was also good to see Trey Young kind of stand up for himself against Grayson Allen the other day. Uh, <laughs> I want somebody to just punch Grayson Allen in the eye. Like, just this, one good time. Just one good time. Uh, I want somebody to be at the end of the bench. Okay, so. And then, <laughs> can we go on record, or if you want to go on record, saying that if Charlotte makes the playoffs, just so the the America can see Ooh. more LaMelo, that it's a conspiracy? Yeah. You have to admit that. He is the greatest player in the world. That's what his daddy goes say. <laughs> ever. 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 No rings. He the best ever. Uh it'll 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 be something to see. I he's had a good preseason, uh, from you know, not scoring any points, but having ten rebounds, like four assists, and then uh having what, fourteen and seven one night. So he's figuring out when to score, when to pass, and I mean his court vision. Oh yeah, yeah, is, yeah. Is top notch. But my whole thing is, why isn't anybody talking about Anthony Edwards? Like all this preseason hype has been mellow and Obi Toppin. I guess because New York is a big market, mm-hmm. so they haven't had anything to cheer about and in then, years. And Mello got Mello, his dad, got his dad, got a mouthpiece. It helps to have a hype man. But I mean, again, Anthony Edwards, number one pick. What has he done? No, Nothing. Ain't nobody saying anything. I mean, what has he done, though? All right. In the last game, <laughs> he had 17 points. He shot five for 15. He's coming off the bench. Stop uh, right there. He's well, so is LaMelo. LaMelo's coming off the bench. You can't be a number one but pick. But he's with um, Clutch Sports, though. You would think. You can't be a number one pick and come off the bench. I don't have a – I'm just saying to why we're not talking not about talking him. About you know what I mean? The number one pick. I mean, just, I'm just asking. He's an afterthought. Like, how many number one picks are coming off the bench in this preseason? And it's Minnesota. It's, it's not like it's Problem a, number two. <laughs> I mean, uh, LaMelo was the, was the third pick. He's coming off the bench. And he'll probably be coming off the bench. He's the third pick. That's the number one pick. Yeah, but still. Well, that could be for – I mean – I feel like you'd say that with like any lottery pick could like shouldn't be coming off the bench. I'm just answering this question: Why are he not getting no no pub? No, he can't come off the bench. Yeah, but still, you the number one pick. You, you should be talked about whether you playing poorly you. or not. Yeah, like yeah. I, 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 you are the number one pick. Has he banged on somebody's head? No. I'm. I'm just. I'm. I'm. I'm not saying he's not playing well. I'm just saying, what has he done that's been worthy? Regardless, he's the number one pick. That in itself it. should be what people are talking about. And again, you know, he's with Clutch Sports. Yeah, but he came out of Rich I, Paul can't get some can't put somebody in the starting lineup. He'll get you paid, but and, that don't mean he can put you and, in the starting lineup. And, and I will say this too, and this is I'm gonna call it shade, but he came out of Georgia. 
So, I mean, it would be different if he came out of Kentucky or came out of one of the, one of the Blue Blood, you know, programs. If he came out of Duke. You, you feel what I'm saying? Like, we talked about Zion. He hadn't even laced up a shoe yeah. for half the season. <clears throat> you, right. you, you get what I'm saying? So, I'm I'm just giving you reasons of all why we're not having a ha- – so, he got to he gotta be his – Maybe he not. I mean, if I was him, he's I would been want getting. That. He's been getting minutes. I mean, I like a lot of players. They're not playing more than thirty minutes as far as the starters go or anything like that. But he's playing like twenty six minutes in the preseason, so he's getting out there. But they may just want to use him in the six man role to start the season. Yeah, I, and I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying, I'm just giving my reasons on why he's not being talked about. Can't come off the bench. Don't have him. Don't have someone being a hype man for him. He ain't banged on nobody yet. You know what I mean. He hasn't given you know that. Oh my goodness! Look what the number one pick did tonight. You know, score thirty and twelve or uh, whatever. You know, he's in Minnesota. That's part. He's of in college. Minnesota, and he came from a college where, again, I don't. I'm not knocking Georgia, but it's Georgia. You know what I mean. Yeah. If he had came out of Kansas, if he had came out of UCLA, if he had came out of Kentucky and was the number one pick, we'd be talking about him. We'll see what if he came out of Florida play. State, you might talk about him more. You know, if it came out of an ACC college, you know what I mean, an ACC, you know, a basketball conference. Right. And the fact that, I mean, the season was cut short, Short, too. that too. Yep. So we didn't get to see him. Take the, Georgia take, take, yeah, in the ACC Yeah, to a, uh, a Sweet 16 or something, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, this is DNA Sports Talk. This is 1100 AM. We'll be right back. The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. Capel here, serial entrepreneur with words from another happy payroll customer. I'm so impressed with how this software works and how easy it is to get into everything to see the breakdown. You've definitely made my job easier. Visit us at PatriotSoftware.com. Use promo code RADIO and get two months of payroll free. With PatriotSoftware.com, accounting and payroll, keep your time and money. Jackie Robinson, when you hear that name, you automatically think of strength and courage. You think of someone who broke down barriers. It's time to add another name to those qualities. Cicero Murphy. Haroling from New York, he is the only black American world title winner and Hall of Fame inductee into the Professional Billets Hall of Fame. Did he endure the same treatment as Robinson? What motivated him to get to the top of a Caucasian-dominated sport and stay there? Pick up a copy of the book, Big City Nights, the biography of the legendary Cicero Murphy. It is beautifully written by his grandson, Tyreek Murphy, recounting what made his grandfather a historic man. You can go to Amazon and get a copy of the book for your Kindle or in paperback form. Make sure you go and read about the billiards Jackie Robinson, Big City Nights, the biography of Cicero Murphy. Hey folks, just a quick reminder that no matter the time of the day and no matter what day of the week, East Coast, West Coast, all points in between, we are always on. So go to your app store and download the Real 1100 app and listen wherever and whenever. The Real, Real, Real.
And now, back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWWE 1100 AM. Hello, welcome back to DNA Sports Talk. We're bringing the facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so. 404 603 8770 is the number to call in. Uh, got a call on the line. Hello? Y'all hear me? Oh, you hear you What's loud up, and clear. Oh, the winter solstice got his power. Right. <laughs> it's good to be welcomed back. <laughs> let, me, let me put this in now. If you are Christians, I hope you. I hope this is my Merry Christmas to you. And I hope you guys have a good New Year because I'm sure I won't talk to you before the New Year. But, Why um, is that? Hey, man. Y'all going to be in the playoffs. Might be opportun- opportunity in time. Is, for an AFC championship to win. You know what I mean? Y'all rolling. I'll be I'll be around close to the Super Bowl. <laughs> opportunity and time is a little bit a little bit tight on me these days. So I have things that I really better take care of. Gotcha, gotcha. So I want I wanted to ask this question of the two of you because I, I heard this um, early this earlier well actually on the replay a little bit earlier than just now. Um, Stephen A. Smith was saying J. T. Brick was talking about if they really wanted to pack the Super Bowl, put a put a bunch of first responders in there. Because they're all going to be vaccinated, and that'll add to the appeal of the game. What do you, where are you guys at with that thought? That's a good idea. Uh, the Super Bowl is nothing but a corporate event, anyway. Right. So why not, you know, reward those who've been on the front line uh, throughout this pandemic and allow them the chance to to be a part of that Super Bowl experience? I think it's a great idea. Um, yeah, and they could have um, interviewers. You know, interviewers aren't walking through the stands when it's just a regular Super Bowl trying to talk to people. But interviewers will be be able to go through the stands and go through all kinds of questioning for those folks. But how would you get them all in there, and how are you going to make decisions on who gets what seats? Uh, uh, Probably do a lottery would be the way to do it. And then that way no one will feel slighted. Um... It's a it's a congratulatory thing for them anyway, um, but I wouldn't have more than what does Tampa hold? Probably fifty thousand. I still wouldn't have more than half. I still wouldn't have no more than twenty thousand people there. Don't risk it. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're gonna be in Tampa, what's my man's name? No biscuit, we don't risk it. But um, uh, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I I I agree. If you open it up, and I, I think all this just depends on. Talking, we're talking less than 60 days. It all depends on how this, uh, how the vaccine vaccinations get get distributed out. You know what I mean? And so, you know, maybe if you do do it, you just do it for the the front the front line workers that are in Florida, or the two teams and their front line workers. You know what I mean? So let's where just say from. where they coming from. Yeah. Um, and so um, you know, that would be a gr- great idea. But it's all about. To me, it's all about how this vaccine gets, you know, gets distributed out, and have they gotten enough people? Because um, um, the PR, you know what I mean. So you don't want to come off looking like you're trying to fill the stands just to be filling the That's stands. That's why I say you can't have no more yeah. than twenty thousand. Yeah. So, um, but you know, I think if it's just that, I think people will be receptive, receptive to it. I don't know if y'all brought it up already. If you have, I'll just get off the air. But I like the way the college playoffs look. It's set up. I do. 
I have an issue with Notre Dame a little bit because I think Cincinnati would be a better then fit. You don't like how the college is set up there. <laughs> What'd you say? I said, then you don't like how it's set up if you rather see Cincinnati than Notre Dame. No, nah, I said I said I got a little a little bit of issue with Notre Dame because I think Cincinnati would be a better fit. But it looks good. When they were talking about making some room for Ohio State, I was like, why don't you just go back to the way it was before? Just make it a popularity contest. That's what it is now. (laughs) That's what it is now. So I I I am not gonna go I mean, we all understand this is all about viewership, plain and simple, especially with Ohio State. Because you can't have three other teams that play eleven games and then you got this team that's played six games. Like haven't even played that great. Yeah, and then and then yeah, and then the two games that you're gonna hang their hat on, Indiana, they beat by one score, 35-42. And uh, Indiana had the ball last and still had a chance to tie that game. And then, granted, they ran for 400 yards, you know, almost against um, against Northwestern. But they were down 10-6 at half. And if Northwestern don't fumble the ball twice, uh, they may lose that game. You know what I mean? So, I just, this year would have been the year to extend out the playoffs to two more games. I mean, to two more teams to go to six. And nobody would have had a problem with that. Or to go ahead and go all out and go to eight. Like at some point, the NCAA has to realize, because if you're not going to appropriately, you're not going to properly uh, give these teams their proper um, uh, 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 rankings during the year, because they did Cincinnati wrong even during the year. So if you're not going to... Cincinnati gonna, had no chance. Uh, but that's my point. If you're not, you're not going to properly give these schools... The proper ranking, even in this year, you held Cincinnati down on purpose. Even in this year, you held BYU down. Even in this year, you held Coastal Carolina down. And I'm not saying Coastal Carolina should be in the in the playoffs. I'm not saying BYU should be in the playoffs. But what I am BYU saying for lost, no, but I'm just I'm just saying just being well. I think they're independent, but BYU is independent. But they they don't have as strong as. Uh, a strongest schedule is independent schedule as Notre Dame would normally have. They're collegiate, they're, right? They're collegiate, right? They are. Right. Basketball's collegiate, right? They I don't, are. I don't, but I don't. They're not I don't, a power five. And I don't that's, care. That's the only focus. I, I'm that's, that's the only focus and, and that's the committee. The, and that's the problem. I, I, I do agree and with that. And that's what I'm getting at. That's the problem. I, so people were talking about when we tweeted out, we tweeted out, you know, I felt Texas A&M and Cincinnati should have been in the four. And the guy was like, ah, Alabama, white, a white, uh, Cincinnati with the map or whatever. I was like, I just thing. watched Notre Dame get white with the map and this Alabama year. Do the same thing and I just watched Notre Dame the last three or four years when well, they get they in choke in those games. Those exactly. games, yeah. So why would I want to? Why them? would I want to see it when I know at least with Cincinnati, I'm like, maybe they could beat them. And that, that's my that was my Is other. It, that was, they could. That, they could. That was my other point. I heard. I heard Oklahoma was going to wipe the map with Boise State. We heard that for three years. And then when they finally put Boise State in there, they did what? They beat them. And even if Cincinnati lost and they were competitive, that would open up the door for a group of five right. schools to get in because it's it hasn't happened. But the like only- I told people before that there are no Cinderella runs to the national championship in college football. The only real Never. way they could do it fair is they have to set it up like the World Cup, which would make it a two-year turn, a two-year um, X. Extravaganza, you know. No, 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 and all, they're not going to do it like that, uh, man. So I'm, these bowl games. The only thing listen. that you have to do is to have the Power Fives 
whoever wins that conference championship is automatically in, mm-hmm. regardless of the record. Yeah. Your power fives. Okay. One, that's it. And then three at large. And that can be whoever. So then well, that allows the three at large have to win their conference? No. No. Because no. they, they, it's three at large at that point. So We had Alabama be, a couple years ago that didn't make the SEC championship and got into the, it got into the playoffs. Got into the playoffs. So you, they've, they've, they've created the groundwork on this already. And – I, That's why Texas A&M should have been in. It's because there's no way, and I don't care the fact that they barely beat Vanderbilt and their only one loss was a blowout to Alabama. They ran everybody well, else the in way, the SEC. The way Alabama was beating everybody, they they played Alabama the closest. Only lost to them by 28. <laughs> it's, it's a brand thing. Well, I will say this. this. I but, like Ace's number eight. I like the, I like eight. I do. But. I've always, I've always, I, it's t- t- you, you got so every year we always talk about there's gonna be somebody fussing, and which is which we have it in basketball. Somebody's always fussing, right? But in football, the when you get to number eight, after eight, there's usually a a big fall off. Most teams at nine or at ten. Or two plus losses every year. Every year, it's, you plus, know what I mean. So you can go back. So if you had eight, and let's just say you did that, you did the top eight, which is what that's four bowl games, right? And then you had the two at large, which is nine and ten. No one, I, I promise you, no one will have a problem. My other thing is, I'm not watching the Duke mayonnaise bowl. Like if you go through these bowls this year, I I, I don't even know half the sponsors. Like I. Who who is who is the AL whatever Ramco Bowl that's being played tomorrow? This game's tomorrow. Bowl games. The first one was today. My uh, my, my bad today. Like so. Uh, App State beat um, North Texas. Yeah, North Texas. So the thing is, my thing is, anybody can win one game. So if they if they broaden it out to eight, yeah, eight seeds probably not gonna make it, but they might, man. Because when you eighteen to twenty three years old. Uh, and you in that kind of shape, somebody got to tell you. The, you the, ain't the, supposed the, to be there. the other the other thing that they do to to schools like Cincinnati. I remember when Cincinnati was playing Florida in the Sugar Bowl a few years ago. They plucked Cincinnati's head coach. You know what I mean? So yeah, you had a whole month that. to prepare, but they pulled the coach. Like you know, you're gonna lose that game 55 to, to, to 14 when you didn't have the coach there. You, you know what I mean? He had to when they played the Sugar Bowl. Yes, against uh, Florida. Florida. That was yes. Tebow's last game. Yeah. yeah. So, but, I mean, Cincinnati did not have a chance going into that game only because I forget who hired who hired, who hired, hired him. No, he, that was Brian Kelly. But, like, you with the Notre Dame. Yeah. So, they'll do, that kind, they'll do that kind of nonsense. You know what I mean? Like, the, the bigger schools, they'll be like, well, let's, let's weaken you before you. It's almost like stabbing you with knives and then telling you to go into the room and, ca- you know, into the, into the, into the, into the fight with, with injuries already. You, you know what I mean? Like, so... You got to stop that too. You can. I got to get going. But listen, man, y'all run y'all sports show right. I ain't just. I ain't just saying that. Thank you, sir. I pay attention that y'all talk about sports in depth, and not just not just across the top of the surface. And sometimes sports that you know a lot of our folks aren't even paying that attention to. So I wish you the best at the beginning of the new fiscal year. Yes, sir. Okay. Hey, one time for Cleveland. Hey, listen, man. I, I, I got to tip my hat to you. They're gonna you wind. They're gonna wind up twelve and four. Man. <laughs> They they better be Pittsburgh. They got to be Pittsburgh on January third. I, I like the way Baker Mayfield is playing right now. Uh, he is allowing Chubb and Hunt to Eat. to to do what they do best, 
and then play action off of it mm-hmm. and find whoever has the best matchup. So you, got, you, got the, you got the coach of the year. And y'all head coach, he's coach of the year. Nah, not really. I, I wouldn't go that far. Nah, he's, he's a tough coach, but if y'all, really, who, who's really, coach man, of the year? I'm gonna say, I'm, let me say this: we got the best running back receivers the NFL has seen in decades. That is an excellent combo of Chubb and Hunt. Yeah. Those t- we got a, we got our tight ends that only play part of the game sometimes to start on most teams. If the Browns defense ever catches up to the offense, man, we got we got a juggernaut. Hey, we got a juggernaut. You're controlling I, the ball. Too. I got to tip my hat to you. Twelve and four. We all talk noise and laughs. I mean, I, I hearty laughs. <laughs> and I got I got to eat my words. Right. I mean, even at eleven and five, let's like just say y'all. Even at eleven and five, I didn't have. I didn't see. I that. didn't see it. So I tip my hat off to you. Enjoy the season. They got to be Pittsburgh. Gotta, <laughs> man, that would just make man that would make my year if they beat Pittsburgh. <laughs> The last game of the season, and then they drew Pittsburgh in the first game in the playoffs. That would just make my year, man. Well, that Pittsburgh doesn't have year. anything that they Pittsburgh can't run the football, so they'll, they'll, they'll run tonight, though. <laughs> 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 they got Cincinnati. They'll run tonight. I don't think so. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I, man, they don't run the ball. They throw the ball. They they literally what was it the other day? They had forty seven total yards rushing. Like that's just. What they do is pass the ball every single down. Now it's long handoffs because it's you know like yeah. wide receiver screens and stuff like that. But you got to be able to run the ball, and Cleveland has yeah. proven. I that talk to you two in the new year, okay? Yes, All sir. Right, be good, bro. All right, later, fellas. All right. But, yeah. but back to college football. Since but back to college football. Um, I think the game you're talking about was the the roofclaim.com yeah, local return. I got this RL something. Yeah, like I mean, come on, man, like. So you got uh, all there, these bowl games. The R and L Carriers New Orleans Bowl. That's Wednesday. Well, well, Army is still looking for somebody to play at what eight and two this season? Nine and two. Nine and two. They don't have anybody to play. Uh Tennessee. They're supposed to be in the independence. Tennessee bowl. just um said that their season is over because their coach Pruitt caught COVID and several other players. So I mean, of all seasons, this would have been the year for the playoff committee to have the Alabama, Clemson, I would have put Texas A&M, and Cincinnati in. Yeah. And at that point, you could still, you know, have good New Year's Six Day Bowl mm-hmm. matchups with um, a Florida who played tough and, you know, surprisingly yeah. hung with Alabama for that, as that, long as they that, did. That, that, the, play, the, the play uh, of the game, if you don't, you don't get that crack back tackle. Tackle. That changed yeah. the whole that, game. That, that changes, yeah. It's it's a it's a tie game at yeah uh, yeah you know Florida having a chance having to win a chance mm-hmm. to win it. Um, you could also have uh, Oklahoma who won the Big Twelve. Uh, Who's looking good a, down the season? You know, play play Ohio to be catching State there. or something yeah. like that. A New Year's so six. you could you could even say you know the the one and two seeds get a bye, and then start from there. Like no, you, yeah, that's what well that. that that's what the sixteen. Um, play a 16 playoff i guess the concern would be more i guess the logistics side because with an 18 playoff you're that's three more games uh maximum for a well, team what, to well, get to win what, a championship they gotta win three games what we learned this year is it's not a problem in not having 
obviously it doesn't matter if you play ten games or not because we got a team in the uh, <laughs> we got a team There's in the no playoff with only State six. You know it. what I mean? So obviously you told me going forward that Ohio we can, State we, doesn't look like one of the four best teams. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying against Indiana. Yeah. And they struggle against Northwestern. Yeah, Northwestern has so many turnovers in that game and was still in it. I mean, granted, it took um, Sermon 321 yards rushing to be spectacular, but it wasn't anything. And that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to watch the games and let me just physically look at these teams and say, are they one of the four best? And it's not. And I, I disagree with people saying that it's for viewership. I could understand if um, alumni and fans were allowed to come to the games, but they're not. So you can't say we want Notre Dame to come because they travel well. Nobody's coming to the games anyway. So well, you this is the who year that who's going to turn the TV on though. It's college football. You're going to turn it on. You're going to turn it on. And it depends on the state because so. the Rose Bowl has been wasn't going to they weren't going to allow fans. But they're going to Texas so. now. That game has been moved to Jerry World. Yeah. It's still going to be watched. But, it's, but there's no fans coming to the game. So that's what I'm saying. At Jerry World, yes. There will be fans. Yeah. But not like before. They're not selling out. Right. You can't. Oh, right. Yeah, it won't be full. You, in in, the, in the, times the, past, I understood. It's like, okay, Notre Dame travels, so we want those dollars to come to Jerry's World. But that's not happening. No, no, yeah. We're you, still in the pandemic. Yeah, you're not going to get the view. You're not going to get the physical viewership, people going to the stadium. But I still believe. They still, be, they still believe they'll get the TV viewership. No. I'm just saying this. That's the only I'm reason why. I'm not watching Alabama versus Notre Dame. I, I, I saw that happen. Three I get years it. Ago. I'm saying I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, trying to, fi, trying to see the college f- football playoff committee is trash. All of them. I know, but so all of them. But trash. we still got to figure out why they trash though. So they got. It's, they are trash. They're saying they're and saying no basically way that Florida is ahead of Cincinnati when Florida lost three th- games. Yeah. So you're giving more credence to the SEC, but how do you not let Texas A&M in? If 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 you're only going to knock Florida down from what did they went from like six to seven? Mm-hmm. That's yeah, but they only dropped to seven. They dropped to seven. They got three losses, but you won't allow Texas A&M to get in. That's the re- That's the reason why. That's I was, the that's the hypocrisy that doesn't make sense. That's the reason why I started off when you purposely have these teams ranked. Incorrectly to start the season. No, but see the color, that's the whole. See, and and, do, and, do do, that, and no. during the season, when you, what what changes with the college football playoff is that they they don't consider those the AP poll and the coaches right. they poll. Start they don't consider week six. that because week six starts the BYU when they're in the so they were like number nine in the AP and the coaches poll, but in the college football rankings they were like 14, 15. so they weren't. I mean, nine here and fifteen here. They weren't looked at the same way as far as the polls and their rankings. The college football playoff committee doesn't that when they come in week six, that's when it starts their rankings. They don't consider what preseason numbers are. They start with whatever they are at that point, which is the other problem. How does Cincinnati not continue to move up? And they kept winning. So how did they drop in what was it uh, the week week before last? They were six, but they dropped down to nine. Because they and had, they, and they they had stayed a, undefeated. They, they had a one-score possession against Tulsa, I believe it was. But you won, I, so I, how I, you I, drop I, three spots? I, 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 That's why I say the whole committee, y'all are trash. <laughs> Every single last one of y'all are trash. And it's sad to say that we should bring the BCS back, which was horrible. But the BCS, um, it, 
could have been a little bit better. The way uh, it has some tweaking it needed to do, but this I, I, this I, is just garbage. I say the way you got to, to me the way you go back to it's back to six six games. I mean, the uh, six playoff spots or eight playoff spots, and with two um, with two at large, and you got to shrink the season one or two games, but you're gonna make that money back on the back end. So and you and we seen this year teams are willing to play. Pay, play anybody. Hey, I say do the five power conferences. That's fine. At large, take away that one cupcake of the three that everybody plays. Yeah. And then you have it. I mean, however you want to do it, get to six, get to eight, got to get to an even number and make it happen. It's better than what it is now. And we're also the problem is now it's redundant. It's been Clemson, Alabama, and Ohio State the last four out of the five years. Yeah. Have been in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean this is this is the this is the seventh year of the playoff. I think Alabama. This is the sixth time for Alabama, at least five. Uh, I think Clemson, Clemson's been in it every year, almost right. Six out of seven years. Clemson's been in it the last five. Five. So five out of seven years. And I'm not. And I'm not trying to punish Alabama or Clemson for being dominant teams. I am not. It is what it is. But at some point, you got to expand on it. Because if you're worrying about viewership, whether bodies in the stadium or people watching it, at some point, I'm going to get tired of seeing the same. Part of the mystique of the NCAA tournament is I am going to get a Cinderella. You don't know I am going to get a lower seed team that's going to go two games. They may not win a championship, but they'll go two games. Football, I know, is a little bit different, but you can't tell me when I line up a Houston a couple years ago that was, you know, ready to roll. They had a senior squad. You can't tell me they wasn't going to, again, I always will go back to the Boise State and the Oklahoma. I heard I heard that argument, oh, those guys ain't ready to play a D1, you know, a bigger school. And when they played them, they won. And they and they got so scared of them the following year, they put TCU and, and Boise in the, Fiesta, in the Fiesta. They didn't even want to give them a shot to play yeah, anybody else. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I'm tired of the, the, the committee. They, right now, they're worse than the boxing people. They don't give us what we want. I think that, <laughs> I think that one of the biggest travesties is Coastal Carolina not having a, a New Year's Six Day Bowl or even one. Um, they're on playing second. They're playing Liberty. Liberty right. is like that's a makeup game. Yeah, right. I mean, like trash. I, I would have been like, we don't have to play Liberty. I mean, we can play them next year. We don't yeah. have to play them in a bowl. Game. I, I would rather them play. You know, an Oklahoma or a North Carolina, North Carolina, somebody like that. You know what I mean? If you want to be regional, because what's going on? Let them play January second. Now, I am glad to see uh, Cincinnati. They just could have ranked them at six or five or something. Uh, got them playing Georgia. Got them playing Georgia in the Peach Bowl, which would be a good matchup. But when it comes to this, I don't know what Cincinnati team is going to show up. Are they going to show up to prove to everybody that they should have been? Um, really, I don't know what right? Georgia team going to show up because you know SEC teams have that. You know when we not when, when we, we're not playing for we the big, we're playing for the stones. You know what I mean? We, you know, it is what it is. Now, i.e., Central Florida against Auburn, yeah, a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Again, that's, play that, Texas. Again, that's a, yeah. that's a, that's another example. Central Florida for three years was wiping. I mean, they had the longest the winning longest streak. winning streak. 13 and 0, 12 and 0. They would never put them over that that hump to to we were like, well, why won't they play? Why won't they play? 
or you know put him in there. The strength of schedule is such a major factor that that's why Florida, if they had beaten Alabama, they're in the four, and and Alabama probably falls to number three. Yeah, uh, that's why Notre Dame fall, fell from two to four because like the the strength of schedule is such a big deal. And they look at the group of five. So I'm gonna no ask matter you, how many games I, I you get, win. I get you. I, I get it. So I'm gonna ask I you this question: it, Their A&M. schedule's not strong enough. My, Miami's Miami's a strong team. I'm. A, you want to talk about strength of schedule this year? Miami strong. North Carolina State strong. They're Duke a, strong. They're no, in no. We're we in ACC. They're in a power we five. We're in ACC though. It's a power five. Duke strong. I just want yes or no answers. I granted. They're, I grant at the end of the day it's gonna be power five. I just want. I want the people to hear. North Carolina State strong, Wake Forest strong, VT strong, Virginia Tech strong, Virginia strong, Miami strong. They gave up 500 yards. You thought Northwestern gave up running yards. Miami gave up 450 on the ground. They strong? Against two backs had over 200 yards rushing. They gave up 450. You can't do that. You can't talk about two. You can't do that on a video game. Their conference, those conferences are looked at as a whole as better than yeah. the group of five. I am. It's tired. always looked at that I, way. I, I get it. I'm just saying. I am. I am at court right now, and I'm talking. I'm talking to the twelve people, the jury. I'm tired of we talking about what it will ha- What will happen on the field? Set it up so I can see what will happen on the field. And when they have let stuff happen on the field. We've had the UCFS beat the big boys. We've had the Boise State beat the big boys. We've had smaller schools, if not win, play them strong. You see also, what I'm saying? you got to look at this. Utah beat Alabama. But my, but you got to look at the schools as far as, like, the schools make their schedule. We're not going to see, you know, if if this is the beginning of the season and they're as good as they are, Alabama's not putting Cincinnati on the schedule. Ohio State's not putting Cincinnati on the schedule. So you're not going to have these. So you calling the schools, you calling them Mayweathers? They running? A lot of times, yes. <laughs> like you were talking about, like like with TCU. Yeah. TCU got put in the Big 12, and Houston was good at the same time. time yeah. Texas will never they, – well, no. they are scared I mean, of Houston. No. I mean, we seen They're it here. We've we seen it here in the early 90s. They played like that. Georgia played Georgia Southern for a few years, and then they started, went, getting, and, closer and they started and closer. getting closer and closer, and then all of a sudden they stopped. But Georgia Southern was winning Division Two championships in the late in the late eighties, early nineties. They were going eleven and one, twelve and one all the time, and winning Division Two championships. So if it's a decent mid-major school and they have a chance to to do something to go have an undefeated season, they're not going to have the opportunity to play these blue blood schools at you know first game of the season or if it's a bowl game, they're not going to play each other because the. Those blue blood schools don't. Well, we want gonna that. keep talking about it until they get six games, six games or eight games. Because Clemson's never playing Coastal Carolina if they stay this good. Well, never. I mean, Coastal Carolina's only gonna have a team like this every five eight years. years. Yeah, you got transfers, senior squads, or whatever. And I say, and, and things do change from year to year. So when, so when you have a good school, a good football team, a good program, I want to see them play, play it out. Not us talk about, well, they should have been. Play it out. Because every time they play it out, somebody get their head handed to them. And more often than not, they get their heads handed to them. I, I would much, <laughs> I much rather would have seen, like to have seen Alabama play Texas A&M. Again. To see the rematch. Yeah. Because I think A&M, I still think Alabama will win, but I think it will be a lot closer. A lot closer. Well. And 
I would have, I, I could understand how they had Ohio's, um, Ohio State because they won their conference. But again, the PR it's only looks six bad, games. man. Only six games. Everybody's ten and one, eleven and zero. Oh, five games more, and the two games that you should have, you like, if you were six and zero, oh, you should have been six and zero, oh, like Alabama was eleven and zero. Oh. Not like dominant. Dominant. Not another another instance of the the college football playoff not going to give group of five a chance. Florida lost. They fell to number seven. Cincinnati is number eight. So with three losses, they're still ahead of a yeah. nine yeah. and zero Cincinnati. Yeah. Oklahoma State jumped Cincinnati. They jumped from ten to six after winning the Big Twelve championship, and they have two losses. The group of five is not going to get a chance unless the playoffs are expanded to at least eight teams. And they're not going to get a chance to have those early season, you know, Chick-fil-A kickoff games against these power five schools because those power five schools don't want to take the chance of losing to them. So it's 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 going to be it's so going to it's close to impossible was for artic- a group of five school to break through. There was an article I tweeted it on our Facebook page. I put it on a Facebook page where they're talking about separate the college football program is talking about separating from the NCAA they and should. and really becoming their own. It's been recommended entity. And after this year, it should happen next year. Like they need to go I ahead mean, and put all that this in. Is is a college football invitational? Is what this is. Because it's not an NCAA sanctioned event because otherwise you would have a playoff. Yeah. So since it is an invitational, then just let it continue to be that. Well, yeah, because the, the Cause college football playoff is, is, is its own right. thing. Right. You it's don't get an NCAA trophy. Right. Yeah. You get a college football trophy. You don't yeah. get an NCAA trophy. Well, how, how bad Alabama going to beat Notre Dame? By 30. They favor by 20 already. <laughs> See, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> the college football playoff committee is trash. And 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 this ain't and this, you know, sometimes in sports you get a guy you get a you get a margin of victories, you know, a point that's so big that you know it's gonna be smaller. That's not gonna happen in this game because one, the turnaround, you're not waiting a whole month. So it ain't nothing gonna happen, you know, where you got time yeah, for somebody to get weeks. hurt or somebody, you know, somebody to get in trouble or whatever. No, 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 no. I we the, the way Notre Dame was yes uh, Saturday they ain't got enough time to fix what's going on with them in two weeks from they now. They scored three points. <laughs> you can't tell you, me Cincinnati will score more than three points. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying for you to I'm say for you to say thirty and it not and and it not be a joke. I'm just giving the reasons why because most times, you know, you have a whole month and maybe a month and a week before you play that game, and so you got time to make adjustments. Like I said, someone gets get hurt and trouble, you know, just the time off is rusty, right? So even maybe that first quarter or two before you get into a rhythm, so that's half the game. But for two weeks on your regular, you don't have time to fix. And and Clemson didn't run the ball like the way Alabama going to run the ball. Clemson didn't throw the ball the way Alabama's going to throw the Clemson, uh, seventy-five oh, to fifteen. Dabo had <laughs> Dabo had Ohio State ranked eleven out of his coaches or his uh, coaches poll, and even Saban had them at five. So they didn't even think that Ohio State was a top four ranked team. And I mean, if you're looking at coaches, coaches who were able to play 10, 11 games, yeah, yeah, I would, I would, if if that was my, if that was my, if I was either one of them, 
And Ohio State had only played 60 games. No, I'm not putting him and in the And with five. Ohio State, Fields going there hurt now. He did something to his thumb. He ain't got time to really get that bad boy healed right. You know what I mean? So I wonder if, Ohio, of course, Ohio State going to take uh, it personal being uh, ranked 11 by Dabo. But that just goes to show you how how much of a team Clemson think that they really are. That they'll downgrade you publicly and say, you about the 11th best team, and we're going to play you in two weeks. So I, I, they might as well just skip to Alabama versus Clemson. They, they have. Because to you and nobody going to watch the uh, semifinal game. You gonna, Nobody's watching Alabama. No, no, game, game. Not for sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. We, uh, we, you going to pop in there. That game does not need to be in prime time. They need <laughs> to play at 1 o'clock <laughs> and get it over with. Sacrificial yeah. line. <laughs> yeah, that, that game is – that's going to be horrible. And the history, too. Again, for people who are always talking about, well, this or whatever, I've seen Notre Dame the last four or five times when – Georgia should have beat the brakes off of them more than what they did. Like, we were joking, like, Georgia, if that had been Alabama, when Alabama had a defense, you know what I mean? Uh, a, a, oh, when uh, Alabama beat Georgia. And, we, yeah. Yeah, and Georgia, had, had, Georgia, had, Georgia had Notre Dame. No, no, no. They, they beat Oklahoma. They beat Oklahoma. They had beaten Notre Dame earlier in the season. season. Oh, my bad. Okay, at, okay, okay. At Notre Dame. Okay, 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 okay. So, but – but sure? Notre, Notre Dame played Clemson uh, two years ago in the semifinal. They haven't played Georgia in the playoffs. Okay, okay. I thought, okay, maybe that was. But, no, that Oklahoma game, that kind of went back. But Oklahoma yeah. was up like 28-7, something like that, and Georgia came back. But either way, I've seen Notre Dame in these BCS games. I've seen them in these playoff games. I've seen them get trounced every time. Right. Not, not, not once, not twice. Brian Kelly don't ne- – and he had a whole month to prepare for these games. So you try to tell him he gonna do better. He gonna do better with two weeks. No, <laughs> uh, I don't see it happening. Um, NFL, <laughs> NFL. Um, Falcons blew a seventeen point lead again. What else is new? <laughs> and let um, Tom Brady come back and win, which is no surprise there. Falcons, boy, I tell you, Y'all they think- just can't yeah. get right. Now, for can everybody get gone, please? Can can a uh, coaching staff? Can everybody there, get there gone? Two more games, two more games. I know it feels like suffering through two more games, <laughs> but it's just two more games. Can we get rid of everybody? They're already interviewing GMs, so potential GMs. So yeah, and um, I'm gonna go out on the limb. Philadelphia fires Peterson. Peterson to be here. Uh, that's my that's my out of the limb. Right now, yeah. So I'm like, I don't, I don't think they'll fire Peterson, but if they do, it would. I, I could see that coming, to, him coming to the Falcons. That's my get. That's, that's my get ahead of who should be here. Take. I don't. I, I originally thought that um, McCarthy would come here because I don't know how long he's gonna last at Dallas, but. Seeing how they beat San Francisco, they got, they're still they got, in it. They got a two uh, game. They're still they got, in it, right? Well, McCarthy gonna have to gonna have to sacrifice his boy, uh, Nolan. Nolan. He's gonna have to sacrifice his friend. If he if he, it'd be interesting to see if he could do that or not. If he if he if he waver, then they both gone. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, you know what then I mean. Yeah. Then yeah. Then other than that, probably Peterson. Yeah. Um, we still talk about Jim Conwell still out there. Yeah, he just uh, interviewed for the Texans job. Texans job. Oh man, they get 
Ooh, we should. So and he's already familiar with the AFC South. Yeah, too. yeah. That'll be a perfect match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the New England Patriots are eliminated. officially eliminated after what eleven years straight. Eleven years straight. Yeah, um, I want to say what fourteen out of fifteen. You go back a few more years. Uh, probably because they missed the, to, they missed the one year when Brady got hurt and they still they, were eleven and, and five. Count the Castle. counting when Brady's rookie year, it's eighteen out of twenty years. Eighteen out of twenty. Yeah, but I, I, I feel bad for Cam because I think his career is over. Um, I just don't see anyone taking a chance on him at this point. So. Uh, someone will probably pick him up real cheap as a backup, but he that'll be it for him. Because even in another offense... We can have a whole show about where I think Cam should wind up going. In the first place, I think he should stay. should be um, New England. I don't care who New England gets at quarterback. You, 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 he, New England's wide receivers is worse than what's going on in Philadelphia. Yeah, but Cam isn't throwing the ball accurately. And but when he does, when he does have, when he, that's, that's, that's a whole nother show. But he, he I, 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 it's a, that's a whole nother show. If they were I'm, dropping I'm, the ball, I would understand what you were saying. But they not dropping the ball. He what? throwing it at his feet. He throwing behind him. So, so that's I'm, not going to I'm, I'm not here arguing that he's playing well. I, I'm not. That's not my point. Is he playing well? No, he's not playing the best. But when he does play well in some of these games. Tell me a time that these guys getting any separation. Sometimes the best throw is in the is in the dirt, because so I go back to the the pick six against the Rams. Everybody, oh, he threw the ball on the screen. The, you go back and look. You as the running back should not ever get held up like that. And on top of that, he gave no effort. The pick the the line the right. caught it here. I'm standing but. here and he looking like. Oh, my bad. But I pulled the chase up. But the rest of the game, horrible. Though. And in that game, name me, name me anybody that got separation that whole game. Three or four of those passes you had gotta, to be in the you dirt. got to throw him open, and he's not doing that right now. Like I said, I, we, this is a quarterback's lead, and if you can't get it done, i.e. Uh, Wentz, that's it. Like Carson Wentz is done. I can have the same argument for Wentz. He got big, big guys coming off the street. Yeah, nah, Jalen again, Hurts. Again, Jalen I, Hurts is mobile though. So, and I'm not saying that Wentz isn't. It's just it's a style of play. When you, when, they, they're responding to to Jalen Hurts. Some some of that is that as well. I mean, there's there's a lot there's a lot of ingredients to go into this where you at. But the the one thing the the and it's kind of interesting. Both these teams who made the Super Bowl. 51 probably played one of the best Super Bowl Super Bowls or having these years, and I'm trying to figure out. I know New England because of their longevity of winning, the cupboard is kind of empty, right? Nice. But I'm trying to figure out how Philadelphia went empty so quick. Be- because again, we just talked about Wentz a season That's ago. A season ago, Wentz took Philadelphia to the playoffs with guys off the street. You call it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of injuries, um, especially on the offensive line. They can't run the ball like they did when they won that Super Bowl. Yeah, and so the but and nothing's really there hasn't been any real adjustments. They try to do the same thing, and uh, Carson Wentz doesn't have the same people out there. So 
it's it's just not the same yeah. kind of team anymore that it was three years ago. That's and, how fast the turnarounds. Been. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's and I like I said, I'm, I'm happy for Hertz. He's what's going on right now. He is the better suited guy because he he, he is a mobile quarterback. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so when some stuff is not for right, now. he can get out. But yeah, how long is that going to last? Uh, Especially until about week eight of next year. Till teams figure it out. Yeah. So, I mean, there's always there's always that learning curve. Uh, between that freshman and sophomore year, it's always called sophomore slump because I got a lot more film on you. Mm-hmm. I start knowing your tendencies, so at that point he'll. And if you don't, and if you don't have the high echelon of skill skill players, it's gonna. So it'd be interesting. I I think it'll be interesting to see what Philadelphia does. Do they keep Peterson or, they, or do they keep Wentz? I'm I'm leaning toward keeping Peterson, keeping Wentz, and letting Peterson go. Why that? Because you gave him eighty. Well, and they, yeah, it's gonna be hard to get rid of his contract <laughs> I, I, unless it's too. And, and it would be different if he was older, but he's young. So I just and I just can't. You, you I, I get it. You, you, you saying he hit a wall and he's done. That's the. I was your comment for you came on the air. You were like, he's done. He's, he's done. Yeah. He, he's regressing. That's that's he's your regressing. comment. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not there yet with him. When I know, not even twelve months ago, what he took. To the playoffs. But that's the whole point of regression, though. You, but, you're you're not getting better. But sometimes you regress when you don't have nothing around you. But he like had he, he didn't have any, he didn't have anything around him. They made it to the playoffs, right? Like you said. So why are they not competing right now? You know, for a playoff spot. Because he's regressed. He uh, has. And, and again, you regress. He having a bad season. But he having a bad season is not because he's throwing to. Elite wide receivers, he's not getting done. He's throwing the guys that are on the practice squad. So you asking this guy for every game, you asking him because he's not as mobile. You asking him to go twenty-seven for twenty-four, three fifty, three touchdowns, and the defense is not giving him turnovers. So you asking him to do that a full length every game. Yeah, they four eight and one for a reason, and they all ain't on him. But the majority of it is. Like, if they were losing games uh, 30 to 28, um, you know, 27, 23, I get it. But they're losing games because he's throwing interceptions at the wrong time, taking unnecessary sacks. It, it, it's stuff like that, the, the aggression part and I, that and I'm I, seeing in that. I get you. I, I can I can argue with that point. Yeah, if you're holding the ball on because the fool ain't getting open. You don't have a tight end where his safety blanket is. You don't have it in Hurts. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, I can give you reasons on why, yeah, he's holding the ball too long. Then I get can, rid of it. And then, Throw it away. And then when he – Live to fight another day. I, I, but he's not doing that. So why continue to get beat up knowing that you're as mobile as Jalen Hurts? Get rid of the ball. That, that's I, that's my problem with him. I, I get it. I, 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 it's going to be interesting for – this is the argument that's going to happen in, in, in the upper offices at Philadelphia. You're gonna have someone that be like he's regressing and can't, and then, and if this if it's on the GM, the GM's not gonna to want to eat that pill because he got to take some responsibility not having nobody on the field to go with him. So then, if that's the case, they're gonna figure out a way to get rid of wins. If you know um, what I mean, I mean. So, or does the owner say, you know what? He'll keep him. I mean, you paid him, so then Peterson's gone. Then I don't think so. I. The only reason why they I say ain't that keeping is both of them, they ain't keeping both they of them, and I, I, they, they I, it ain't depends keep, on what happens beginning of next year. They ain't keeping both of them. 
They're not keeping both. Somebody got to go this year. <laughs> somebody, this, ha- this hasn't been a regular season, though. So. Somebody got to go this year. It ain't gonna be either one of them. Okay, I think I I'm going with Peterson being gone. They keeping wins. You you saying they'll keep both of them? They keep both of them. Well, they're gonna be four, eight, and one next year too. Then yeah. <laughs> the marriage is done. It depends on if there's full off season coming up. You know, you have many camps and training camps. Well, they better go. Thing. They better go to. Uh, they better go to canceling. Cause right now, <laughs> right now, Wentz is airing out all the garbage. Uh, <laughs> so it looks like uh, Washington. Despite their loss to Seattle, still can um, drive a seat, Gotta lock win. up the division. They went up, go eight and eight, they'll be in. Actually, they just win one or two, they'll be in because they got the tiebreaker with um, with uh, Dallas and uh, they, the they Giants. Needed that the, Giants lost and the Giants. Giants going. Giants going to lose to um, going to lose to Baltimore because Baltimore still got to win. So yeah, Baltimore destroyed Jacksonville. So all the all the. All the football team got to do is go one out of two last two games to get in. I think, I, think they'll, I think they'll win both. I don't think they will. I don't because they don't have to. I think they just – the only thing is I don't know what you're going to get out of Haskins. That's the thing. That could be another show too. They would be getting, they'd be getting a lot out of Haskins if they hadn't benched the boy to the, to the third string and then – Got to promote him back up because all that time lost. Because when you yeah, said he can't when, be that, this fragile by now. No, no, his no, no. Ego, I, I don't understand know. Initially, I don't, his ego being fragile. No, no, I don't think he got to play ball. No, now. I don't think it's his ego. You watched the game. I watched the game the other yesterday. It's not his ego. That time that he was on the third string, you don't get the reps with the first with the first stringers. You don't get that. So now you putting them to second because Alex Smith has been hurt or whatever. He's had a shorter period of time of playing with the first stringers. If you had, I have no problem in demoting him if he's not doing what you want. But to demote him now, and the second thing is, you you tell the guys he's third string, don't have any confidence in him. That's what you as a head coach told the whole team when you demoted him to third string. So now you got to, now you ask these same guys who you just told don't have any confidence in him to have confidence in him to play. Y'all have a home game and get blown out. (laughs) I'm I'm just saying it was a, it, was a dumb move. I'm not going to give him. Congratulations, y'all made the playoffs. Congratulations, you're out the playoffs. Well, you, you know what? You shouldn't be talking because I know you wanted Nagy to lose, <laughs> and now he done coached himself into <laughs> keeping the keeping the get keeping the season. I know. I still don't like Trubisky though. Well, y'all gonna have both of them. Yeah, <laughs> going into next year. Hopefully, we can get a quarterback somewhere. Game I of don't the know. game of the day. Uh, maybe in this. Uh, I don't because there's nobody in free agency that I would be like, okay, that's definitely someone we want to bring in. I mean, the one guy I do like come out of college right now. I said I've been able to sit back and kind of watch a little bit. I kind of like what Zach Johnson is doing. I, you know, I can see him. I, there's a higher ceiling. It's like sometimes you know with people like Fields and um, and Trevor Lawrence or whatever. I don't think Fields is going to be good. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, dude. When you get these one and two guys or whatever, sometimes you already see their ceiling in college. Whereas a lower, a low, you know, a lower round pick or whatever, those guys still have a ceiling that they haven't met yet. You know what I mean? And so, you know, I, I, until I see I.E. Haskins from Ohio State, until I see Ohio State quarterback come in and make a difference, I don't trust the quarterback from mm-hmm. Ohio State. I get you. Um, you know, you still had you had the twelve gauge. You didn't do too well when he mm-mm. came over. You know what I mean? So, 
Uh, the Jets finally won a game and ended up losing the first pick, speaking of, uh, for Trevor Lawrence. The, Ram the Rams should lose two games. They should, they should kind of the two loss. They should be nine and six. <laughs> Um, that, that's a black guy on uh, what's the head coach name? Um, um, Sean McVay. Sean McVay. Like you talking about motivation and having these guys ready to play. That's a. Um, yeah, they were clearly looking past them. I mean, there's it, no way you win that game at home. You're yeah. at home. Um, but that's, now Jacksonville is in the driver's seat for Trevor Lawrence, and it was just what was it three years ago? Jacksonville was an AFC champion. One. Decision ruined Jacksonville. Oh, I was gonna say the the, the fumble they no no recovered. no no. I'm talking about the decision after the AFC Championship oh, they game. Oh, with Bortles. You could have yep. got rid of Bortles. That defense, you, the that all defense the, was the defense solid. was ready to stay. You talking you, you talk about? And then they all left because you made that one decision to keep in Bortles. When in the game, you you showed that you wasn't confidence in a, in a championship game. So then, why would you confidence into the next regular season? And when they made that decision. That Everybody was, was like, I'm ready to go. Ramsey. Yep. Uh, what's the uh uh and Gakwe. Yeah, they all were like, we Burnett. out. We yep. out. We couldn't win the game with this dude last Cornelius year. Campbell. Yes. They, they were all they had a squad. <laughs> a squad. That was a good team. One one decision. And it was an easy decision. Go find a quarterback. Go find you a Trent Dilfer. Just somebody, just you know what I mean? Anybody. Anybody. Um, Tennessee won their game, uh, so it's between them and the Colts for the AFC South. But well, I swear, Colts, I mean, t is it, no, they 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 split, so they 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 still head to head. So if they finish, I think. if they finish tied with the same record, I don't know who it goes to. I guess they got to go the team with the better conference conference record, record, record. yeah, which would be the so right now it's the Titans. Titans would have Titans. okay. Um, Derrick Henry needs to be charged for assault again. <laughs> Double, double, just, double that's assault. Just, that's just ridiculous. He still didn't get charged for what he did to my man in the Buffalo. Josh Norman. <laughs> like, really? He, 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 he be charged he, for assault. That's just ridiculous. No, 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 no. The way he manhandling these so, guys. So what do you do when you get what, – what, what do they say when you uh, should have been charged and they start adding stuff on, <laughs> premeditated or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous, the way he just dragged all them people around. Uh, Kansas City. 32-29 uh, over New Orleans. Uh, I don't think they should have brought uh, Drew Brees back. I'm trying to figure out what's going on with uh, Jameis. If you wanted to have the shootout in the game with them, Jameis would have not. He would have been better served. Would have been better served. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just trying. I, I don't. I don't understand. And also in that game, and people might have looked over it. Actually, Sean Payton, in my opinion, mishandled the clock and the situation. I would have with three timeouts on the other side on the. On the plus side of the two-minute warning, you needed two scores. I would have took the field goal with 350 left and then came back and tried the onside kick knowing you still had three timeouts and a two-minute warning. Two warning. I, I tried the kick. He took a timeout right before the two-minute warning. They scored a touchdown and then kicked the ball down the field. And he still had time. He still had a two-minute. Kansas two City is not an ordinary team where you, you kick it, you stop them three times. You got an onside kick. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I just he because you know he would have had he would have had a two minute warning, three timeouts, and you needed to score anyway. Like he would have you would have maxed max, and Kansas City gave him the opportunity by throwing the ball on the on the third and goal, incomplete pass, didn't run run the clock down. So like he they gave you the chance to really manage that three and a half minutes to perfection, 
And I just right. was trying to figure out why he did it that way. It didn't make sense to me, but they still lost nonetheless. Um, I don't know if New Orleans will make it to the Super Bowl now. I have my reservations about them. I, I, I put it this way. The NFC is wide open. Like, you can make a case for everybody. If, if, if Green Bay keeps the number one spot, then I yeah, think that they because you don't no one wants to go to that tundra and play. New Orleans cannot win up there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's yeah. gonna be impossible. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tampa Bay. I, no, I know Brady. Brady didn't got used to the warm weather. But now. not no. But the other, other, the other eleven. The other, no, they, yeah. they no, no. So yeah, um, and with Aaron Jones running the ball as well to offset um, uh, Rodgers not having to throw the ball every single play. Um, I, I I can see Kansas City and Green Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super yeah. Bowl number one. Yep. That would be hyped up. Yeah. But it we is. are talking about like it is twenty twenty. Some people talk <laughs> like Aaron Rodgers is you know is he still you know the still baddest a man, man? Yeah, yeah. still bad man. bad man. And he got the young gunslinger. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That, that would I, be a good. I game. would have Aaron Rodgers as the MVP right now. Yeah. Um, my. Sh- I would have him one, Mahomes two, and I so, have Derrick Henry. So you you got Green Bay. I think the greatest threat to Kansas City though, and I said this a couple weeks ago, it is Buffalo. It's Buffalo. Yep. Yeah. But matchup wise, I think it's Buffalo, and then right below is Tennessee matchup wise. Yeah. Because they, I don't think if Tennessee gets Kansas City again because they played them last, last year, year and they realize the one mistake they made was giving the ball to Tannehill when you up 10-0. They don't they do that. Foot off the gas. They don't do that this year. They'll feed that beast who is out assault. here assault. <laughs> assault with a deadly <laughs> hand. Deadly hand. They'll and that's the one. I think that's the one thing that um, Kansas City is weak. I think their pass defense is pretty decent, but they can't stop the run because I watched that New Orleans game and whenever New Orleans decided to really go to the run, it was gashing them. Yeah. So matchup wise, I would hate to see. Kansas City probably wouldn't want to see Buffalo than then Tennessee. Everybody else, I don't think Kansas City even worried about them yeah. in the AFC. Everybody else. All right, we got to get out of here. Make sure you follow DNA Sports Talk on on Twitter. DNA Sports Talk on Snapchat. DNA Sports Talk on Facebook. DNA Sports Talk on Periscope. DNA Sports Talk on Twitch. Reach, reach us directly at DNA Sports Talk at Gmail. Website www.dnasportstalk.com. Back here next Monday on WWE 1100 AM. Peace. Peace. Welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where we come to you live each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On WWE AM 1100, iRadio Now, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio. Where we bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so. Now.